0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 53 of the Revive Yourself podcast, here
1: we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try?
0: been getting some, as i always been getting some great emails through people loving the podcast episode so really really happy guys that you're loving it um it's really good and if you can keep on putting in great reviews on our facebook page and on our um itunes that'd be fantastic to get information out to more and more people and also um this is why uh we've been getting fantastic uh we well, say this is why we're getting more people in in the free four-day uh, gut revival group because more people are knowing about it, which is brilliant. So we can actually affect more lives, which I love. So if you're not if you're not familiar with our free four-day uh, gut revival, is over at www.reviveyourself.co. You can sign up for that. Anyone with any chronic gif- issues, um, this is going to be a game changer because your gut is very very well it's extremely essential to your overall health anyway moving on to today's episode i mean i mean last week's one brilliant with uh, dr patrick vickers all about how to uh, reverse advanced disease which was fantastic and today we've got jason Christoph back on and we're diving deep into a lot of controversial topics um we go into we go into um circumcision we're going to the birth pill we go into why people are mainly in their limbic brains which is our um which is our reptile brain we're going to uh, the, the, the the uh well the, the mass shootings in america etc so it's a great episode so without further ado here he is here's jason enjoy and i'll see you on the other side so jason welcome back to the show how are you today mate?
2: thank you for having me back ryan i appreciate that i hope the listeners enjoyed a little bit uh what we discussed last time.
0: Yeah, no, they did. I mean, judging by, I know you posted a couple of times, um, got some really good comments on it actually. And, and even the people that don't always agree, it's always good just to keep their mind open and keep them, um, aware that, you know, what sometimes what they're thinking, the opposite could be true, you know? So even if not everyone agrees with us, it's just, even if we can affect change in one person, it's great, right? But everything we discussed, it um, it was a really good interview, really interesting interview. And it's some, some of the things I actually want to go a little bit deeper on today. Um, I mean, I know you I, – I mean, I'm trying to think. Generally, in a day, how many times do you usually post on Facebook? Anyone who's not following Jason, by the way, guys, you have to follow him on Facebook, Jason Christoph. I know I think you're, you're maxed
2: out for friends right now, right? I'm uh, maxed out for friends, but in the Facebook law, Set, uh, dictates that anybody can follow. I'm not too sure why they limit friends at 5,000. I'm sure one day in the future they'll monetize that and you'll have to pay to, to go beyond that. I can see that's what's going on with the 5,000 uh, 5, person limit on friends on a personal page. Right, yeah. So if
0: if you can't, yeah. So if you maybe add a friend request, but you can follow you. And I'd say it's one of the, yeah, people. If you haven't followed, you're following Jason. follow him, uh Jason Christoph is that it? Just for Facebook forward slash Jason Christoph.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of different Facebook pages. A Couple I've I've shut down. So the primary page is Jason Christoph, and the profile picture is one of my wife and my daughter on on a sailboat. If they're looking for the right one, and I do post to answer the original question, I do post probably eight to 10 times a day, sometimes rehashing older articles out of my article archive, or just kind of getting off my chest, what needs to be uh, removed, because the pressure is so high in our society. It really, you really need a venting mechanism, because I don't drink alcohol, I don't do any drugs, I don't uh, sedate in any way, so if you're gonna be clean and healthy, which is the only way to get out of this control grid, you're going to have to find some sort of other venting mechanism because it's very stressful to live unsedated and undistracted inside this society. And that's what all the alcohol and drugs and uh, sports are for is to keep people away from understanding what exactly is going on down here on the human farm. Yeah. I mean, it's,
0: it is something they always say about venting. It's that it's that energy, right? If you don't get rid of it, it can become it's a toxic energy. So, even even people might know in sort of broke, broke the broken world, and they might have a boxing bag in there, so they get stressed and go and hit a bag. You know, it's something that you need to get rid of that energy. While there's other things, obviously, you can do like qigong, tai chi, things like that. All about energy, internal energy, and a lot of people carry a lot of negative energy around. They don't get rid of it, and that that's dark matter, that can cause serious health issues, right? I mean, the metaphysical is a
2: big part that people don't really look into and don't really understand, but it's something they really need to. Um, yeah, that's guaranteed, Ryan. Uh, I mean, Michael Tesserion, I know you've uh, mentioned him before, and so do I. He reviews what happens when you live out sort of an immoral and unethical life. He's done a great talk called The Guilt Complex. So if people aren't living truth, they will always have this sort of burning inside of them, this stress building up, and they don't really know where it's coming from or what to do with it. And then if they keep living out these immoral existences, they will turn to alcohol, they'll turn to the uh, office love affair, they'll turn to pornography, they'll turn to marijuana, they'll turn to um you know, being a a sports fan and turning their basement into a man cave, and they just don't really know what to do with this energy, and this is called the guilt, guilt complex, where they do absolutely everything in their power to sedate and distract and sort of tranquilize themselves from the real work and the real changes they have to be doing. The average person today is simply caught in a permanent childhood and sort of refuses to take the, the natural rite of passage from a child to an adult and to become a true adult member of the tribe. And, of course, if you resist that and you inhibit that rite of passage to live in a permanent childhood where you're living out lies on a daily basis, um, you're going to develop this guilt complex. And that's what you see today in the in the society, the obesity, the drug addiction, the fentanyl problem. The alcohol addiction, the growing of the sports arenas and the growing of how much these sports celebrities are getting paid is you're just seeing people not understanding that they're inventing, you know, they're living out lies and using this as sort of like a handrail or a guide rail to kind of drag themselves along in their lives. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean,
0: I want to get – it's weird you say that, that being eternally eternally young. It's something Jordan Peterson talks about, actually, Um, people being children. I mean, people think that we're, like, one of the most uh, advanced societies, etc. But I don't know – do you know John Taylor Ghetto at all? Oh,
2: yes, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shows people, like – I mean, they had kings back in the day. I think eight years old navigating their way across the across oceans and doing all sorts. And we're we're far behind that. Uh, but these are lots of the work that on people and people that I don't know. if you're laughing there at uh, Jordan Peterson, right? But yeah, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, I, I think I love Jordan Peterson. I think he's brilliant. He's another one. Um, he's just he's someone who speaks his truth, which I really appreciate. For someone, but there's lots of people out there. There's lots of research out there that. We're sort of they—they they have put, spent a lot of money or put a lot of effort into hiding from us, um, so you don't know. And just quickly, when you were talking there about sports, because I see you always you post quite a lot, Jason, about how sports are you know, a way of sort of controlling the message or giving us um, other things to concentrate rather than the, the main topics. Are you—are you then against sport? Or not against, but are you, I mean, do you yourself partake in sports? Do you not think they're good for young men to sort of mean, it's even some of it even problem solving, you know, if you're playing for a team and you're, you're down by points, you have to work out how to win, or it's a way to express yourself on the sports field, it's another way of genius. Are you against them completely? Or are you just, or are you just saying that we just need to be aware of why they're there? I mean, professional sports, etc.
2: I think the sports are really good for children to develop uh, coordination and develop their neurological systems. But the problem always comes in where you start reading the documented proof that our social engineers and our human farmers decided to take what was always child-based sport and morph it into an adult-based sport in order to sort of uh, disempower the male first and foremost, and kind of give them a new tribal identity. So his old tribal identity of protector of the family and protector of the tribe could be removed. So it's sort of, sport is great for developing athletics, which is developing a well-defined neurological system. But there are clear-cut documents and transcripts that prove Uh, you know, our social engineers or what Michael Thessarian calls them the architects of doom clearly sought out to use sport as something to distract males from their tribal role inside the society because that was just going to be stolen from them anyway and or like uh, replaced by the state and you have to do something with that sort of energy so it gave the the men of the era, a tribal identity in, you know, Manchester United or Manchester City, et cetera, et cetera. And you can also see the use of the colors red and blue in just that example. That's another mind control technique where um, you'll have, you know, you pick a side, but really you're doing, you're getting the exact same result. I know Manchester uh, United is red, if I'm not correct. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, a Manchester city is blue. It doesn't matter who you cheer for. You're both in the stands. You're both away from your family. In most cases, you're both consuming toxic alcohol and you're both doing things that don't build the foundation of your community. So the red and blue colors represent a very well orchestrated mind control technique against the slave class which gives them pretend choice pick red or pick blue and then you end up both getting the exact same result in your life while believing you have a, you're free which of course you're not
0: yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird one for me because having uh, i played professional rugby until i was about 12 semi-pro professional until about 23 and also i've always been a big sports fan you know it's, it's always been something that i've enjoyed watching doing I'm a massive Arsenal fan myself we go and watch games and I get what you're saying there is you can definitely see it like that but it's it's something that once you've you've been brought up with it and your family's into it and your friends are into it it's I mean the big games on and it it is something I suppose that distracts you um from what's going on but sometimes for me because of the the life I live it's very similar to, to yours you know always Researching, doing, helping people all the time. For me, it becomes something that's a, quite a good way to to relax. In terms of to switch off my brain from doing um, work, or or just because I think if I if do it, do it, do it, do it all the time. I mean, I I could sit, I could sit and work for hours now. Sometimes I even get told people have a break, relax. It's think like it can change my change my energy. It can just take my mind off a few things, let me relax a little bit. Do you think that's a bad thing, or do you think
2: No, I I don't think that's a bad thing. Nothing's inherently good or bad, but the average person, what they call relaxing is sedation. Mm. And they go from one sedation session to the next sedation session, and there's no break. And and we, we need to remember that one drink of alcohol, like one beer at the pub before the soccer match, or one beer at the soccer match is being proven to activate your limbic brain for three to six weeks yeah and the limbic brain is your fight-or-flight system the reason it's activated after an alcohol ingestion is because the fight-or-flight system is reactionary toward any threat and alcohol is a threat to the body because it's a poison and the limbic brain when activated is your lowest IQ um, emotional-based decision maker, child-based IQ level, um, and it, it's violent, irrational, illogical, and that's a benefit to you if you're under threat. But the general threats that the body's designed to deal with were outside threats, like uh, you know a jaguar, a lion, a snake, you know tarantula, something like that. So today we're activating our flight or fight systems basically because we're poisoning ourselves en masse. And this is all encouraged as well. It doesn't matter uh, what you look at. It doesn't matter if it's vaccination or having a beer at a soccer match or a Tylenol because you have a headache or caffeine in a coffee, which is one of the uh, most effective ways to activate the limbic system and shut down your true humanity. These modalities of attack are orchestrated, against humanity they're encouraged and you know when you're in your limbic brain you're going to be nowhere near your full potential and that's how you rule humans that's how you get ten thousand uh, people ruling 8 billion people one of the chapters out of the ruling family handbook is to make sure to constantly throw down poisonous food and water and drink Toward the into the slave camp, so they'll never have the IQ levels to figure anything out. Plus, they'll always be hyper violent against each other, and you literally let those hyper polluted and hyper toxic people wipe each other out. Yeah, while you just kind of laugh at it from high atop the castle wall. It's uh,
0: for everyone out the limbic system. Jason's referring to is it's like how. A reptile brain, which is as you said before, the lo- the lowest. It's fight or flight. Then you have got my medium brain, which is all about the hierarchy, and then you've got the human brain, which once you're in that, you actually start making rational decisions. But the limit, I've talked about this before, uh, if you guess, it's like when you see a football player, or, or or in any American football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, uh, football, someone someone might tackle them bad. They get up and they might headbutt someone, and they're like, oh my god, he was out of his mind. At that point, he literally was out of his mind. You know, it's, it's, as Jason said um it's, it's in the uh, lowest form of IQ. It's just all about fight or flight, having to defend ourselves, defending yourself and then worrying about the consequences later on for the human brain to deal with, you know. Um, and fortunately, this is what happens. And then you see it. So you mentioned coffee there because – and I also – I'm working on to, I mean, you mentioned quite a few things there, we were gonna go on. With coffee, I don't know if we touched on it a little bit last time, but you said about it turns off the oxygen to your brain for a long period of time. Um with the limbic with the limbic system, if you have something like alcohol the majority of people listening to this, they wanna want be healthy. They're gonna wanna understand and we we had a little discussion about this. Uh I think someone about the about the, the the recent shooting in America. Uh we was on I think you put up a post and one of my one of my friends had a post about it. We you know what let's just go for it let's get political why not um let's get political no so he um he put a post up about how they should all just take away America's guns um uh, cause it's, they've had no, no, we, we've had no shootings and you've had loads of shootings, etc., or whatever it is, not you, your candor. But there have been more, much, much more shootings in America because they've got automatic rifles and stuff. And, um, this was a view that I used to have, you know, take away the guns and you have the problem. Then you dig a bit deeper and you realize why you've actually got the guns or why they've got the guns, the, the, um, the amendment, the rights, it's to stop a triacal government. Because once they get the guns and they got a police state, they can do whatever they want. Um, and a lot of these mass shootings, if you dig a bit deeper, uh, I know people are sitting here thinking, "Oh, these two are nutcases." But it's funny because the healthiest people I speak to are the ones that they all go down this path, and they all see it. And it's almost as we talked about before. Most people aren't even healthy enough to see what's right in front of their eyes. You know, their brain is swimming in a toxic soup. They're so unhealthy. Their blood's toxic. Their brain doesn't know what's going on, so they can't even see what's right in front of them. And they and they and, and they've got the ignorance, or say the arrogance, to think that they're so intelligent about these things. But when you look at it, when when we talk about false flags and some of these events, like Sandy Hook, I think it was, they said the school wasn't even open that day. I'm thinking that that, that happened, etc. Um, so these events, like this mass shooting, are they more things to try and keep us fearful,
2: etc. I think the point to remember about the school shootings is it doesn't really matter what the truth is. We never get the truth. And there are distraught children in the U.S. more than in any any other country. And they're simply ruling others the way they've been taught, being ruled. We will always govern others the way we're governed. That child had did violence onto others because violence has been done onto him. And in the in the United States, there's absolutely no population ruled more tyrannically, other than Australia, of course, than the United States. And there's many ways to destroy children. One is guns. But this child is already being murdered by our society. His creativity was murdered by the school system. He was vaccine murdered by the medical system. His spirituality was probably murdered by, uh, you know, orth- orthodox religion, conventional religion. This child was, has already is already being, is dead. And that's why he or other school shooters have turned on the society because it, the children reflect what we're doing. And that's why we attack the children like we do with the vaccination, with the vitamin K shot, and we enroll them in a Prussian school system, which is brilliantly described by John Taylor Gatto, to gut the child of any creativity or uniqueness, is because we're intimidated of the children. 100%. It's, because, it's because the children, if allowed to develop as the creator intended, will tell us how insane we are, will tell us how meaningless our lives are, how empty and soulless we have become. So we literally attack the children on every level possible so that we can maintain the illusionary empty and soulless existences that we have so we never have to face our own insanity. And that attack on the child uh, more so in the US than almost any other country, is reflected in the children. And of course, I have an AR fifteen rate right in a lock case right next to me, not more than three feet away. There's a shotgun, there's a nine millimeter handgun and a 40 caliber handgun, all all locked up according to Canadian law, you know, following the Canadian law to a T on gun ownership and gun storage. It's not the guns that go out and kill people. It's the fact that if you put a child in a toxic soup of attack and poisonous execution by medicine, science, and government, you will have that child absorb all that and become a reflection of the pot of boiling water that the child is boiling to death in. And this is what we have to understand is the child isn't out there killing um, on their own. It's a reflection of our society. And you go back even further to the documents. There's a document from 1796. It was taken from a courier in uh, Bavaria, which is now Germany. And, And this was communications between who we know as the Illuminati and they fully intended to use public display news and media the tv being something they would love and the internet they would love to drown us in negative role modeling because the psychology on this is clear and i think we've talked about this before that what it's completely proven that humans mimic as their primary form of behavior yeah, hundred percent.
0: And and as you mentioned there, the guns aren't going out and shooting people. You know, uh, it's the people that are doing it. And and in states in America that actually have legalized guns, the the crime rate and the de- death rate I think is vastly lower in those states than it is in the other ones. I mean, some of the stats I think last year from death by a gun or something, I, I think it was like under a few thousand, maybe three thousand, something like that. And if we compare that to the uh, 250,000 that are killed every year by the right drug for the right, for the right problem, medically, you know, where's, where's the big issue here? You know, that's what I'm saying. And nothing's really getting done.
2: Yeah, people aren't concerned about child death because there's 600,000 abortions in the U.S. every year. There's the conventional medical system in the U.S. alone. In 1999, there was a report released in the journal, uh, the New England Journal of Medicine, proving that the conventional medical system in the U.S. is the third leading cause of premature death. I think it's the first now. Well, the, that data, of course, people who understand the agendas know that, that when medicine comes out to admit. <laughs> that they are the third leading cause of premature death, that there's something afoot. So the data that was used to make that conclusion was reviewed by Dr. Carolyn Dean and Gary Null, PhD, and they wrote a book called Death by Medicine, which was also made to a documentary by Gary Null, proving conclusively that the medical system itself kills, and this was in the year 2000, so it's worse now, nearly 1 million Americans premature every single year by either medical mistakes, taking the right prescription drug at the right dosage, and the person dying from doing exactly what they were supposed to do, which is the problem, of course. And so people don't care about death. They care about what they're told to care about. They t- they're care only about, am I going to say the right thing so that I can get the right rewards inside a society? That is like a video game where you tell the right lies, you get the most points.
0: That's a, that's a very good analogy. You tell the right lie. Most people are so scared to say what they think. This is why, I mean, e- either way, as I mentioned before, this is why someone like Donald Trump gets in because people are afraid to say what they feel. They 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 toe the party line with their friends and they go out and they vote the way they 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 feel in their heart because they're just too scared to say something. This is why someone mentioned before, like Jordan Peterson, coming out and saying, what I think a lot of people are thinking." You know, some of this stuff has just gone so far it's one way. You know, it's just becoming ridiculous. Um, and people saying that men and women are the same. Men and women will never. I did this before. Men and women are not the same. They never will be. Um, just, just basic, like basic principles of health, etc. Um, they're someone they're, without women, we're done. And they need to be given the respect that they own. But they're not. So many women trying to live like a man. Trying uh, to try to live a life, a man's life. A woman's body causes problems. Now this, this what we mentioned there. Um, I think. If you add, this is the thing with with, with the health as well of children. It, I always say this quite a lot. When does your brain kick in? You know, when, for example, vac- vaccines and autism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe it's not just the vaccines; it's also the glyphosate; it's also everything else that's going on. But it was like one in oh, so many, one in thousands, and now it's like one in eighty gets it. And I reckon, I think Stephanie Senef thinks by the year two thousand and thirty-two, half, if not more than half, of of uh, the children born will have autism. Now that's a big problem. And what's what's happened? Well, we know that the water's toxic and the food's toxic. That's been there for a while now for most people. But the vaccination schedules just gone through the roof. Um, and then you've actually got people like saying that my child was fine, they went for vaccines, and then boom, dead behind the eyes, etc. I always just say to people like, why? When are you going to stop believing the science that Germany's is lots of times bought and paid for, as Paul Check says? the scientists are the modern-day prostitutes, you know, they can give you whatever result you want. And when are you actually going start listening to the to the people that have gone through it and seen their child disappear before in front of their eyes, you know, after having a vaccine? I just, I just don't understand where people are coming from. Like the, it's right in front of you. When is your brain kicking and you start looking uh, what what's right in front of your eyes?
2: Well, number one, Ryan, you said, you know, when does your brain kick in? I think you just... gave a good segue to for people to understand why they're inundated with the poison Mm. if you're in the limbic brain all you're searching for is security and security will be the right answer and the right answer is the best lie to tell so that or explains that parents aren't looking for the truth most parents have no interest in researching vaccination because vaccination is about what lie they have to tell to get uh, more accepted and you know get more cozy and and uh, cozied up inside the illusion where you're always going to be given a, a nice pillow on the jail cell uh, you know seat and and a nice new carpet on the jail cell floor and some nice curtains on your jail cell window. That's actually what's happening. They don't care. Most parents are so scared of not giving the right lie-based answer that they'll do anything, including vaccine poisoning their children, even if uh, their previous child was vaccine poisoned and crippled for life. There's a lot of support and promotion and rewards given for dysfunctional children. So the parent as well knows not only will they be stroked uh, in a positive way by the corrupt system for vaccine poisoning their kids. If the child is vaccine injured, he's going to be on the front page of the paper. There's going to be charity drives for the vaccine injured child. Everybody will be able to go down and meet all the players down on Manchester United because the kid's in a wheelchair. And this kind of makes the parents say, you know, there's a lot of Hollywood involved with my sick child Um, and i'm not vaccinating my child based on the research anyway so i'm going to roll the dice and uh, do as i i i'm told to do i'm going to tell the lie that gets me the best reward i'm going to pick through those lies and you know but i'm i'm going to offer my child up as a human sacrifice to the corrupt system because it benefits me as a parent forget my child I, You know, my child is simply my currency to spend inside the corrupt system and for me to get safety, I got to give uh, 20 quid or a couple pence of the child's uh, soul to the corrupt system and then I buy my way deeper into it. Maybe I'll get a promotion at the hospital when all my kids are vaccinated. Um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll I'll be able to get that job at the at the university or at the public school because I'm vaccinated, and I really want to work myself into the, this corrupt system. uh, You know, and forget the research. I mean, this is this is yeah,
0: this is something that this is why I do these shows, Jason, just to try and get people. You know, to give them the truth. You know, I mean, you're always going to have. People that are gonna okay, come out get you, I've had it before. You know, I'm just came okay, on speaking my truth. I can help one person, two people, or hundreds, or thousands, or whatever. Perfect. But I just want to get the truth out to people, and I just feel like, you know, health was never created by taking poison. You know, it's just it's just madness to me. And we had I put up an article this week because um, Daily Mail said it. It came out and it said Daily Mail. Um processed foods are driving up cancer rates and I put up a post saying, what is this, the obvious game? This is all like of course, you know, this is they're only like a couple of decades behind. Uh, and i got a lot of love for it, a lot of love. Then I had one lady saying, no, of course it's common sense. Um and I said, Yeah, you know, this is this is this is this is the problem. Like, it's not just the food, but it's this, this and that um, and then I said, you've got people giving their hard-earned money. These people with massively big, like, big hearts going out and giving these cancer charities, like Cancer Research, yeah? Their hard-earned money. Um, and, and they're only looking for medical cures. And then she came out and said, well, you know, you've lost my respect now, Ryan. Cancer's not a westernised disease. Um, and um, these these researchers aren't in on a scam. They've helped thousands of people, etc. cetera. Um, and I said, well... You know, I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, cancer research UK—they're not just part of the problem; they are the problem. You know, when when this first war on cancer was was given, it was like one in eighty that had it, and now it's one in two. Once again, when did you break again? The millions or billions of, of pounds and dollars that we've spent on this have got us nowhere. I would say, cancer isn't isn't a uh, isn't a death sentence; it's your body crying out for help. And you know, as you living outside the laws of nature, you start living putting things right your, your body can heal from it but i know you know i've be, been called i said look if, if me speaking the truth means i'm dangerous okay. it might almost made me uh, think of um top gun i am dangerous <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's fine I'll, I'm, I'm happy to, so you also said you haven't got a medical degree so maybe you should go and get one before you can start saying this was like oh okay so my 50 whatever hours of talking to the best people around the world, um, forget that like, all the other hundreds of books I've read and the other tens of thousands of hours of research I've done, they mean nothing because I haven't done a medical degree and um, studied what they've told me to study. I've actually used my brain, gone out there and done studies independently and spoke to people independently to get the best knowledge possible, not just learn what a syllabus has told me to learn Um, And that's why doctors come to me. I'm sure they come to you, Jason, to help, not the other way around. Um, So, I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way about this. I mean, there are some great charities out there doing some great work, but the the, the mainstream ones. Oh, there's none. There's none. Well, there's a a, a couple of independent ones, I think. Um, um, But you, you, if you don't. Well, what what you have to
2: understand about that lady, Ryan, is she's giving the right answer. So it's, it's what we fight in the truth movement is laziness and stupidity. Yeah. That's what the truth move, movement fights every day, laziness and stupidity. And she's giving the lazy way out because she's not thinking. She gives the right answer that she tells the best lie that she can tell in the smallest amount of time to get the biggest reward from everybody else who's kind of a sheep maybe on the page at that time that and dropping your money off at a charity and hoping they solve your problems or this or the problems of the society is now called slacktivism Hmm. it's being slack it's being lazy it's like I'm going to drop my kid off at the school I'm going to drop my health off at the doctor's office I'm going to drop my money off at the charity organization. They're going to solve all my problems. I'm going to pick everybody up at five after working that job I hate, and the world's going to fix itself. I'm not going to take any personal responsibility for my own health. And the the charities, of course, are the, the, the actual article that you're talking about is there purposely, like Michael Tessarian says, it's like barking behind the fence. Mm-hmm. They'll let the dar- dog bark all day behind the fence, knowing it's behind the fence. It's got no problem. So that article is intended to give the slacktivists, the average person, the, the impression that the problems are being taken care of and that headway is being made. Oh, so the average person reads it and says, oh, great, you know, they're finally catching on. It's for all the truthers out there to say, oh, yeah, maybe we're winning. No, well, not. That's what it's for. Oh, to give yeah. us the illusion that there's some kind of headway. The person opens the newspaper. They're having their coffee and their bagel you know, that are handpicked by the ruling elite to make dumb down their brain and put them in the limbic brain. And they fold up the papers thinking, oh, things are going great. We're evolving. They're starting to recognize uh, that food causes cancer. They're not doing anything of the sort. They're turning up the volume to 11 on all the toxins. Anybody going into the medical system is already a dead man walking they just don't know it yet and for the lady to say to you you're not a doctor all she's saying is I take my orders from doctors only I refuse to think on my own I outsource my thinking to medical authority and I'm going to march lockstep with the rest of the lemmings right off the cliff's edge if the doctor said so so what she really saying to you is she refuses to think independent of authority, meaning she's simply the byproduct of the school system that John Taylor Gatto describes in his book uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction. And if you go back further, you'll understand that's exactly why the school system was invented. The school system was invented to produce this drone boss compliant order taker one with the drone bot army one with the borg taking her orders if if they told her she had to take four vaccines in a in a in a winter season all designed to kill her and euthanize her she would do it and they're really working hard toward that yeah they are so that so that as many people get killed as possible anybody inept enough to believe that poison is going to make them healthy the ruling elite really are speeding up the euthanization of those people because you can't produce a population this stupid for in perpetuity it's impossible so you right now you have the peak of stupidity And that's why the the vaccines are becoming more numerous and more toxic as they become more numerous, because the ruling elite really have to take advantage in the next 10 years of this herd of the most stupid humans ever to walk the earth, including the medical doctors who are starting to wake up as well. I mean, a medical doctor is the sort of person that hands out poison but also is mind control to the point where they can't even realize none of their patients are getting healthier under their tutelage this kind of stupidity on both sides has to be taken advantage of
0: well the thing is as well it's because they're backed by law at the time you know it's just saying that the 1939 cancer act and things like that they're backed by law this is this is the other thing we mentioned about these charities right if you look into the research about how much they pay like the ceos etc you think where your money going even come back the other day about oxfam but one of my friends put on the post that we put up was like um she said, I, "I'd call you dangerous uh, to the lady. Like, Not a penny of this research goes into nutrition or educating and cancer prevention. Most cancers are well known to be easily prevented with diet and lifestyle changes. Uh, it's being the being the front line defense for the crazy drug companies and their search for magic bullet cure. Maybe you need to wake up and see that by backing this money making machine, you're part of the problem." And I was like, "Boom! There you go." Because you don't. This is the thing. Like, it's almost like like I said the other day. Like. Uh, Where I put on the film, I put on the post, but they wouldn't be able to send it to us if it, if it was bad for us, right? Like these people honestly believe that the government's got our best interests at heart, um, and that's a lot. That, of the time the problem.
2: That's their first problem. Yeah, that's their first problem because they don't understand that the government isn't the government. That would shock a lot of people that they're simply facades of the same ruling family. Canada isn't any different and run by different people than Australia, than the UK, than the United States. And this is what I've said before. This is what the Olympics are for. This is what the different flags are for, is to constantly inundate the uninformed public with ideas that everybody's different, Uh, the, the the countries are all run by different people, and the will of the people... You know, controls that small group at the top. Nothing. It's it's the ruling family. Uh, you know, agenda to make everybody think there's these different countries, and there's not.
0: Yeah, it's they're right.
2: all the same. And there's many. There's many benefits to the Olympics and the flag waving. One is if you think you're different, you're gonna. If you think you're different than someone in the Middle East which is say you know which is ruled by the same rule they're not trying to take over the middle east they already have taken it over a long time ago the reason they still maintain the facade of the different country names is just that some poor bastard over there in the uk thinks he's going to go fight some guy over in syria and he's going to kill each other off and again that's an agenda i talk about Before is the agenda of the ruling families to eliminate the strong males. Mm -hmm. Because historically, the ruling families have only had one opponent that could ever defeat them, which was be strong and moral males. So they sat together one day and said, look, we we could. These are our main adversaries, strong males across the earth. How are we going to eliminate these strong males? And one of them said, look, why don't we give fake freedoms to all our colonies? And then we'll use things like the Olympics and the flag waving and the World Cup to make people really think they're different. And then what we'll do is we'll start wars between them on a consistent basis. And we'll only send the strongest males to obliterate each other, eventually leaving a thick Concentrated soup of beta males and fearful females. It's hard to believe a lot of people this because, you know, it's almost like
0: it's almost like uh, hard to believe that people can be like that to try and control things. Um, And especially as well because you go and you watch a World Cup Olympics. There's so much good energy there. You know, people all smile and they're all happy. Like the the flag, if someone wins a medal, everyone's cheering. And we go and watch the World Cup, and people from different backgrounds in different countries are actually getting on a lot of the time, you know, so in the world, they can be very good events energetically, but the, let's say, that the, the background to them or the underlying, um, the underlying sort of reason they're there uh, is for this, is for this, uh, making people think they're different, etc. and us versus them, but this is one that, I don't know, if, if you, for example, us coming out of the EU, which is something that, um i voted well i voted out for my own reasons which were because of this nothing to do with migration or anything like that it's because i didn't want a one world government i'm not interested in that i don't know believe in that police state and they can just do whatever they want and and the eu when it comes to food they're actually taking up they're actually poisoning the food so much they're they're making certain supplements you can't get they're they're actually diluting the supplement strength for certain things there's lots of stuff to go and i just didn't want us to be under that umbrella. Um that's why I voted like that. very different reasons for a lot of people. And it's hard because um I mean I know you say it's it's all an illusion and it is all an illusion, I suppose, but it's it's hard for a lot of people to take to take that in. Um, you know, and it's especially when you go through this there's so many different areas of it and once you actually see,
2: I mean there's not that
0: many people that are
2: awake to it all and that's the problem, right? Yeah, I mean it, it if you're healthy and outside the limbic brain, this stuff isn't hard to understand. No. And that's, that's the plain and simple truth of it. This is why they're at the kids right away with the toxic vitamin K, with the toxic vaccines. They're making sure the mother has the pressure to go out and uh, work and leave the child alone with the formula feeding and the toxic food the woman can't breastfeed. And, of course, the broken family. That is a very predictable symptom of a society that sells sex as pleasure and not sex as love union. It's because if you create a society with negative media role modelings around sex as pleasure, all you will have is broken homes. Because you will always have sexual conquests happening outside the marriage. And this is why um, Alfred Kinsey, a UK, um, I don't even know what to call him, I'll say psychopath, he was employed in the 1950s to go around to all the Commonwealth nations and initiate sex ed classes inside the public school system, which again shows that there's no difference in the countries because Alfred Kinsey was able to initiate these uh, perverted and inverted sex ed changes into all commonwealth and former commonwealth schools at, at the wave of a hand and you'll notice there is no love ed in school. You will notice there is no love as union there was no marriage education because once you teach children that sex is just sex and sex is pleasure you will have the destruction of the family unit, which allows again a quicker uh, throwing down of humanity humanity down the evolutionary ladder. And this, of course, is the planned agenda: the single mother, the hedonistic father, now the hedonistic female. No one's looking out for the kids, but that was always the goal. Someone's looking for the kids, and it is the state. And it is not the state. It is the ruling families of ancient times who understand the fine details of ruling lobotomized, toxic, and uninformed people. And they're really sick of a lot of, of, a lot of that slave camp because they're really trying to get rid of them. I'm not too sure the exact history. You can go to uh, authors like Graham Hancock and Michael Tessarian, but these people are not who they say they are. Nothing works the way you think it does. Yeah, I, I agree with it 100%, and especially
0: what you're saying there. I mean, it, it, the family union is something brilliant with it, you know, a family union, and now and you've got modern family where it's like you've got... Step stepmoms and stepdads everywhere, and half brothers, half sisters everywhere. There's look, relationships are are hard, and especially in today's modern society, where as you say there's so many things going on, they are hard. Um, and, and now people can just go and go on an app and just flick right or flick left, and they can have someone else sexual partner there very very quickly. It's the whole point of it, right? Um, but you know, it's the, the, the nuclear family is something that has been lots of. If you look at Back in the day, the whole even the wholesome American uh, sort of programs like um, what's that one, John Boy and stuff like that. I can't remember what it's called. The Waltons. The Waltons, yeah. You know, it's a, the nuclear family. It's a big thing, and but traditionally, families been a huge part. And now it just seems I, there's not many people I know that have just got the family There's always like divorce. I think in America, the average average marriage lasts two years. Um, that's that's a terrible statistic, and you're talking about the children. And yeah, there's something I want to get into you, uh, in to you with, into you with. I don't know. I want I want to talk about it with you um, was because we talked about vaccinations. Uh, we talked about um, poisonous food, things like coffee, alcohol, etc. One of the things that they do to kids straight off the bat now is um, circumcision, and one of the things they're giving lots of, uh, I mean, of the women these days, uh, they take the pill now my clients I always tell them straight away that I'm not a medical doctor so I can't give you medical advice but what I can say is if it was my girlfriend or if it was my mum or if it was my sister they would not be taking that and I link them to lots of articles talking about how dangerous the pill is um, and just if you want sort of if you want to increase your rate risk of getting any sort of cancer or disease then you take the pill I mean I know you feel quite strongly about this as well
2: Well, the pill has a whole host of side effects, all of which have been purposely coordinated as an attack on the female. Whatever side effect you get from the birth control pill, it is not a misunderstanding of the science. It's not a chance happening. It's not like they didn't know. It was designed for that effect. It's designed to give cancer. It's designed to promote uh, sexual activity as pleasure so that children are conceived um, unwanted. And once you have unwanted children, you know, you're going to have a lot of them. There's no planning, right? There's no long-term thinking. Of course, the medical toxins inside the birth control activate the limbic brain. The limbic brain is already overly sexual. It's violent. It's a short-term thinker, and it makes decisions based on emotion. This is why the birth control pill has been proven for you to pick Mr. Wrong. It interferes with optimal mate selection because of the emotional component that's active in the limbic brain. The limbic brain will not pick a partner based on rational thought. The, The limbic brain will pick, you know, Something that emotionally excites the woman. And if you, if that's the opposite of thinking through who you're going to be living your life with, or thinking through how many kids you want, or or how you're going to afford the child to make, or are you going to, you know, non-vaccinate? How are you going to get around that in a, in a society that sacrifices children as regular blood ritual? The birth control pill as well, a lot of people have been lied to, is that it doesn't stop the egg from coming down into the uterus. It actually allows the egg to fall and thins the uterine lining to the point where a fertilized egg cannot attach. Most women don't know if they're having regular sex on the pill that they're having an abortion every single month of a live fetus they don't understand that because the the public have been lied to so much and there's a reason why the pill is designed to provide a a full live abortion every month every 30 days is because our ancient human farmers think that there's an energy magic involved with the sacrifice of children, of live fetuses. Mm -hmm. There's so many layers to this. Picking Mr. Wrong, of course, the uh, birth control pill is famous for causing cancer. And if you pick Mr. Wrong, the destruction of the family is almost a guarantee because you're going to be picking that machismo short-term thinker as well. And, of course, when two short-term thinkers in the limbic brain start having sex, and thinking this sex is awesome, let's get married because I'm addicted to pleasure, you're, you're going to create a chaotic society that produces children like the school shooter. Yep. Unwanted children that are not planned for. And if the average person is told, my, my body, my choice, and the woman thinks, oh, it's my body, I can kill this child if I want to. And if they believe that but still have the child, the person's like, oh, you're lucky I even had you, kid. I can do anything I want with it. It's all about extinguishing love as an energetic force from the entire planet. Love is a thing. And the way we're leading our lives, we're just extinguishing love and vaporizing it and sending it off planet to where nothing of, love, of a loving nature evolves, is, is uh, allowed here on our planet. These are deeper, deeper issues, and this is why we're in huge trouble because the average person just thinks I'm just going to pop the pill in my mouth, get lie down on my back, and I'm going to have the best life possible. I'm going to have sex all the time. This is going to be awesome.
1: Mm.
2: It doesn't work like that. It's, it's energy sorcery, energy magic, dark occult black magic ritual is what it is, and the average person thinks it only occurs on the screen. The Harry Potter, which it does not.
0: Well, I would say a lot of these things in in Hollywood, they're actually showing you what what they what's coming or what what they and people will laugh like. There's so many things, even these films, you go into them. Uh, all the like, there's so many little subtle things that you don't realise they're showing you. Um, the next, the big thing that I'm worried about is AI. You know this. Um, uh, it's just, it just, it actually makes me pretty scared when I look into some of the things they're doing with these ro- robots, etc. And you're talking about there, p- having like a child, um, children that are, parents as well, I can do whatever I want with your kids, you're lucky I even had you. Like, there's there's so many things going on with that. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you've got a, ki- a, ki- a kid who's unloved, who goes, I mean, now you've seen five year old kids on antidepressants. They're found that they've like committed suicide because they've been on antidepressants. A five year old kid. I mean, i remember the first I a story once, tell me. I was almost in tears. I was just like, this is shocking. This has happened all over. Like, kids on medication. And everyone thinks that their disease or their illness is unique. It's like, it's not unique. It's the body at dis ease. Once you start living a healthy life, these things can't, can't, can't live in the body. Uh, and it's like, people need to understand. You haven't got a unique disease. The way you heal anything is the way you heal everything with a few subtle differences. But you know you have introspection, you have love, you eat the right foods, you get the right exercise. You, the other thing we talk about is doctor. Doctor, used to, doctor means teacher, right? The word for a teacher. But when is the last time a doctor taught you anything? Uh, this is what we're doing doctor, here.
2: A doctor means the one in control. The word doctor comes from or. It's a maritime phrase, meaning the one who's in control of the dock. Docked, ore. Okay. okay so listen. for your ore your to come into the dock, you would need to please and pay the person who controls your access to the land. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, when a child is born, they call it the birth canal and the birth certificates. The same thing is uh, ancient maritime admiratively locked. So these sort of things are all tied to the ancient seafaring Phoenicians who are the ones pulling the wool over our eyes perpetually in our society with their fake pieces of paper, uh, their certificate, certificate. Sir meaning serpent, serpent meaning the man of knowledge.
0: Right. I need to look into that cuz I've always seen, doctor derived from the work from the Latin word "doco," which means to teach.
2: Um, but the word, yeah, the word teacher. always... Uh, and like, the teacher is the one who's in control well, of what you I, think. I, I right? see what you're saying. Okay. It can be derived many different ways. Mm, I understand. That's why right. they call it the citizenship, because oh, you're right. sailing in. It's a ship, and it's sit as sin. Sit as sin. You sit on the dock. It's a form of sin because you're doing nothing with your life. Sit as ship mm. Okay, there's yeah. all kinds of hidden meanings in the words, and these people make up these words because they think it energetically attacks you without your knowledge. And, and they, they're they also known to mock their victims before well, they kill them. Well, Jason, it's very interesting that because lots
0: of people, I mean, it's weird these people that know the, the most about energy and how it affects you said, like child like, sacrifice, look at things like that. I mean so so weird are the ones that then teach a medical system that doesn't believe in the metaphysical or energy. Um, you know, the, the ancient Chinese medicines do and then you look at that A uh, Vedic medicine, you go into it. there's was a discussion with someone the other day when you say that men and women aren't different and I was like, have you ever heard of yin and yang? you know, like the earth, um sorry the night and day the sun and the moon, they're all very different energies, and energy does exist, and it's why no no study in the world has ever been able to tell us what love is, but we know what love is, I mean we experience it, and if you lose someone or if you go through heartbreak, there's nothing worse than that, and there's no test in the world that's ever been done that can tell you what love is, and so these people know about the energy and know how important it is, um, uh, but they teach a medical system that doesn't believe in it, it calls it all quackery
2: and all hoo-ha and all stuff like that, and they they and- know. And the energy we're talking about, you said earlier about the sports stadium, uh, feels quite good, and it's a good emotional energy. They're, emo- they're energy magicians. Mm. So what they do is they know how to rise your energy up and put it into a big ball, but they can sharpen that ball into a sword, and they can use the energy as a weapon without you even knowing it. It's sort of like in, in the America where they have – Everybody in the stadium, they might have uh, two billion people watching or a billion people watching the Super Bowl. And they drive, you know, the fighter jets over the stadium and everybody's wearing flags and they have a a handicapped veteran coming in on a wheelchair and everybody cheers. They're hijacking your energy by associating war with the sport you like. And so every time you think of war, you sport, war, sport, war, sport, war. You like sports, you like war. And that's how it works in the head. So and you have to know they know what they're doing with your energy. And it's invisible. Like the E in energy that starts the word energy is the same E that starts emotion or electricity. E is the invisible force called the ether and they know how to work with the ether Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: emotion means electricity in motion but electricity is invisible to you but not invisible to them and they know how to harness it they know how to can it and they know how to sell it and they know how to weaponize it so every time you release energy they know how to really corral that and put it in the direction they want that's what they did on 9-11 after blowing their own buildings up and killing their own citizens. They raised a massive revenge energy and forwarded it to the Middle East that had nothing to do with the U.S., U.K. and Israel-based uh, implosions of those buildings. I mean, look, some people will be like,
0: some people might have just heard of that and said, well, they didn't do that. That was, um, that was
2: the leader." Uh, no. Ar- 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 no. We know the right answer. Mm. Where you're not going to be attacked. We we already know the right lie. Yeah, we
0: already know the right lie. So yeah.
2: thanks. So, so thanks very much for saying the right lie and and dropping your your brain off at the garbage dump, and getting getting back down to the coffee shop and the pub. But that's not what happened. But people. Yeah, people people would be like well, why would they do that
0: why why would they? it's like the government especially america or all who say they've been doing things like this for years i mean they sunk their own ships to get into world wars i mean they they, they gave syphilis to, to black slaves
2: i mean they', they go on and on uh, and- yeah but that's not the right answer right so you have the average human who is obsessed with nothing but the right lie so that they can walk out of their south out of their house not be attacked and if the right lies uh getting their kid vaccinated that's what they do that day If the right lie is dropping off a five dollar donation and eating a donut to raise money for cancer, uh, they're going to do that because it's they get a lubricated and unharassed walk through the corrupt ruling pyramid by saying the right lie. It's like Alibaba and the forty thieves. It's like uh, uh, the cave that opened with the right password. Mm. okay the right password for vaccinations is andrew wakefield and jenny mccarthy and then you you get showered with praise because you're a moron and you think andrew wakefield's a liar which he isn't and jenny mccarthy's a slut Mm. like and, and and that's how you're supposed to live your life just on the surface telling the right lies at the right time there's a psychologist a psychotherapist in los angeles Whose sole practice is recording the uh, psychiatry sessions and then uh, giving it to the patient on the way out, and having the patient write down how many lies they told them inside, told themselves inside the session, and it's one of the most successful psychotherapies ever developed. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> um i 'll get his name, Michael Tasserrier talked about him on a recent podcast and because the, the there is part of everybody that knows they're a chronic bullshitter mm-hmm. and if you can bring that person out into the open with the other part of the personality, sometimes they can have a conversation and understand why their life is going in the in the ditch, going in the garbage. Mm-hmm and the lies people tell themselves today they can't even uh, sort through them they're so numerous it's so numerous and it starts with if you want to sort through your own lyria and get to the core of lyria and get to the core of your soul first thing you got to do is shut your limbic brain off which means you got to get out of the pub you got to stop poisoning yourself with medications. you got to stop eating junk food and thinking, you know, every stupid phrase in the world is your battle flag. you got to live right. One piece of cake won't hurt you. All these moronic uh, battle cries of the saboteur. Everything in moderation. Oh, everything in moderation. Anybody that says that does absolutely nothing in moderation except think. <laughs> okay Be, because it's the battle cry of the permanent childhood of the adult that you know acting as a child the the child with pubic hair is what i call them the 50 year old down at the pub who's getting the dragon tattoo uh, down down their back who thinks that you know something else is going to make them feel good about their life right. this is and we run into so many people like that every day. The first step to cutting through that minutia is getting healthy because your healthy mind won't stand for your moronic activity. If you can get up into the human brains uh, shell, which is basically a six inch visit from the back of your skull to the front of your skull. But you don't need to understand any of this. Or you won't even understand any of this unless you stop polluting yourself. Good luck trying to understand it from the lowest IQ portion of your mind, which is the limbic system. And it's the limbic system that gets turned on with coffee, alcohol, junk food, medications, fluoride toothpaste, vitamin K shot. You're not going to have a brain to think with. Hundred percent, and yeah, I just—I know you've got a
0: guy in me. could well, we could sit here for two more hours. I think, look like a Joe Rogan podcast, and just keep on going. But I just—just just for people out there, should we leave it till next time, or should we do it now? Should we cover circumcision? We—we we got five minutes. Yeah, I was going to say because this is this is another one. You know, circumcision. I know it's really big in America. Uh, I don't know how big it is in Canada. In America, it's huge. And there's this thing like if you've got a foreskin, it's almost like girls look at guys weird with foreskin. And a lot of religions take away the take away the foreskin. I, mean, I myself, uh, I'm not circumcised. As a, uh, it's a weird one. Like I always, people say it's cleaner. This is a, to me, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Cleaner. Or if you get in the shower, you know how to use a bar of soap. <laughs> you're never going to have. Uh, you're never going to be dirty. You know, it's people that are, are unclean are always going to be
2: unclean, as not matter what yeah. you do. Um, yeah, but, it's it's the lie. It's the it's the lie that goes along with circumcision. It's the best lie, right? right. It's the best lie you can tell to mutilate your own child. And of course, if you had a, a a woman had a urinary tract infection, no one cuts out her bladder and her urethra to avoid her from getting infections. You yeah, know? yeah. And when's the last time you were at work and you said, "Where is Jim today"? And they said, well, Jim has another penis infection because he's not circumcised. He's missing another day of work. You (laughs) never hear that because it's complete another bullshit. The reason that circumcision is done, and it's done mostly in America and in Israel, Mm. because circumcision is an ancient cult ritual by which you stunt the growth of the brain By driving pain up the spinal cord through the nerve plexus of the penis, which acts as a lightning rod. It's the most sensory equipped uh, organ on the body. So you literally perform brain surgery on the innocent child, breaking the bond between parent and child, which makes them prone to be uh, like a feast for the occult state religion. And corporations, if it's not bonded with the parents. And it sends an electrical charge of, of pain energy so intense that it actually damages the brain and lowers IQ and then gives the child a permanent PTSD. And the permanent PTSD is permanent activation of the limbic system. Mm. This is- and the reason, sorry, and the reason it's being done in the US is because the energy firming of that violence is what the UK royal families want as their assassination wing mm. so the UK royals have always needed an assassination and bully bullying arm of their tyrannical rule they know that if you circumcise males they become extremely violent but they become also extremely Uh, obedient to authority, which makes America the perfect hitman for the royal family's ongoing empire expansion across the world. And that's why the U.S. is always sent over with their most mentally unstable strong males, okay, Mm. to literally destroy someone else's strong males. And it's that violent energy that these energy sorcerers count on so that there's, there's never a deficit. There's always a lineup of these violent males wanting to go to war. And that's why in the States, it's like 90%. In Canada, it's 20%. In the UK, it's even lower. In Israel, I think it's really high too, might be close to the 90%. Because the men there are also uh, conditioned to be hyper violent, brain damaged. And, and not, not that they're born like that. Circumcision is proven to do that. There's many studies that show circumcision makes men hate women, it makes men uh, sexually confused, it makes men hyper-violent but also compliant to authority. Circumcision is ancient black magic occult ritual to, to actually perform, uh, produce a huge army of reflexively obedient, hyper-violent slaves that can be used for war. I mean, it, it's. I mean, you touched on so many things there, and
0: I, I completely agree. People just go and do their own research on this. I mean, just look at it. I think i a study saying that um, circumcision, actually, as you said there, it's so sensitive, it cuts off 20,000 of the 28,000 uh, total penile nerve endings. Um, and, you know, for me, I just look at it and say it's there for a reason, right? I don't see people going and getting all their toenails and fingernails pulled off so they can clean underneath them. You know, it's just ridiculous. You know, you've got the foreskin there for a reason. All animals in nature, they have them. They do think can cut off. It's just, at what point do they, do they? Do they think the human body's not developed right, or that it's stupid? It's like, it's the one thing that medical industry cracks me up and all these things. It's like, the body isn't stupid. You cut it, it heals. You know, and um, it's like it is for a reason. There's, 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 what? It's like we are who we are, or well, our body's there for a reason. So, um, it's really that- interesting. There's
2: there's many right lies and that if we can get beyond that, if we can start thinking instead of always being in a hurry to table the right lie to the right person at the right time so that we get a smile or we get a job or if we, you know, no one's judging what they say on morality anymore. It's just like, what lie do I have to tell in order for me to get a stroke? With, and, and avoid attack. This
0: is this is one of the other things, Jordan Peterson. You said that about I know you've got to go, but we're going to we're going to end we're end on this. What you said about um, just not saying the right lie. He actually had a video. I actually watched it. I think the other day and he was saying I heard I heard myself speaking. It was almost like I was watching myself, and I realised that ninety five percent of the things I was saying were weren't we don't believe that. That's not your opinion. That's not the truth. And he said. I just stopped doing it. And that was one of the big things that like I stopped saying things that were making me weak and I stopped saying the things that were my truth and that's why I'm happy to get you on Jason and people like yourself to talk us it's it's it also he did another test I don't know if you saw this test where they put everyone in the room and they had pictures of these lines
2: it's called the ash conformity
0: test right i think you might have posted it as well the ash conformity test yeah and people were more likely to go along with with whatever everyone else said even if it was wrong if they're on their own one other person speaking the truth they're happy they were more likely to put down what they believe is the truth and this is why it's so important for people like yourself to get on and speak the truth so more and more people
2: feel that they're not alone with this and they can actually speak their truth um i think it's really important And people should realize it takes a lot of energy because that's why most people are lying in the first place. It's It's because they want to avoid attack. So when people like myself come up, understand that we're not going to be around forever, we might have a decade or two decades of life in us because as we speak the truth, we are constantly attacked by the people who don't want to be reminded that all they do is lie for a living and that they're living immoral lives and unethical lives. So try to learn from people like myself and other truth-tellers because you're going to have to walk the path by yourself. We're not going to be there to take your hand uh, and walk you a mile down the road. Eventually I'm going to get off this path because, I mean, there's a lot of other things I'd like to be doing other than this. It is my calling to do it, and I'm going to do it for as long as I can. But if everybody started to stop being so goddamn lazy, and reaching for the most convenient lie to justify their immoral behavior, we could change this system a little bit. hundred uh, percent. And I know I feel the same.
0: There's always, you've got to have an end game. There's ways way to get out and etc. because you need to be on peace of mind. But I think no matter what you do, Jason, I think you're always going to be carrying the truth around with you, you know. But um, it would be brilliant talking to you, Jason. I'm going to let you go because I know you're busy and um, I'm sure
2: we'll get you back on at a later date. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Ryan. I hope the people uh, learn a little bit from what we talked about. No
0: worries, mate. Brilliant. Speak to you soon, mate. Okay. So, guys, that was Jason Christoph, and I'm sure you can. Uh, I'm sure you'll say that was a hell of an interview. I have like to say, it's an instant classic. We dived in deep there, and I know I'll be getting Jason back on because we can go even deeper into these things as is for true awakening, and um, you know being a part of the natural health world it's one of those things you, you dig down a rabbit hole and then you just realize how deep it actually goes and what's at play here um and I mean as you say you like to be called uh, <laughs> conspiracy theorists, whatever um yeah it doesn't bother that doesn't bother me because I'll just be happy to get the truth out to people because this is all why do you think they're polluting your food and the water etc etc it it is what it is but it's a fantastic interview there with Jason, and I hope you all got something from it, and I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on it. Um, because as I say, don't just do the re- don't the listen to us, go do the research for yourself, because you'll find some interesting stuff. Um, so yeah, that was the interview with Jason Christoph, and as I said before, you can find him at jasonchristophe.com. So anyway guys, that's it for this week's show. So until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. Oh, and also before I do go any of you dealing with a chronic health issue www.reviveyourself.co try out our three four day cat revival mini course um, we've been having some great reviews and feedback on that it's going to really help you out and if you have got a further health issue then you can just send me an email at ryan at and we can look into how and if we can help you okay guys so as i said before as always stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon